I'm feeling overwhelmed, I can go to the beach. I can take a yoga class that isn't going to cost me like an arm and a leg. And that was another thing too that I know we're going to get into more in a couple episodes, but the cost of living, right? Quality of life for the quantity of what you're spending, you know, it was just, it was a no-brainer to me. Absolute no-brainer. Welcome to Real Estate in Paradise with Coldwell Banker LaCosta, your experts in buying and selling real estate in the Mexican paradise of Puerto Vallarta. I'm Chelsea, and we're so excited to have you here today. Take it off, Jesse. Hey, Chelsea, and hello, everyone. So today we're going to be talking about me and Chelsea's experiences here in Puerto Vallarta, how we got here, why we live here, and... We just want to show you guys what it's all about living in, in Vallarta. So in doing this, right, what's the point? Obviously, you guys get to know us better, which is awesome. I think whenever you're starting to listen to a new podcast, you always want to find out, okay, who are my hosts? Who am I listening to each week, right? We want to personalize it a little bit and also to show you guys how doable it is to move to Puerto Vallarta, right? I wasn't born and raised in Mexico. I, I was born and raised in New York, right? So I think it's great. For someone that's, you know, from the East Coast in the States, like, how did I end up here? Because who knows? You as a listener, you might also be living in the States or up in Canada and wondering, okay, I want to relocate to Mexico and to tropical paradise. How can I do that? Right? So in sharing my story and listening to Chelsea's story, we really hope to, you know, shed some light on the fact that you can also do this, right? So a little bit about me. Right. My name is Jesse. I'm the marketing director at Colo Banker La Costa. I've been in Puerto Vallarta now for two and a half years. I first came down in November of 2018 with my mom. We came for vacation and, you know, we were deciding between Cancun, Los Cabos and Vallarta to vacation. And I knew Cancun was going to be more or less like Miami, right? Super touristic. And that's not really what I want to get out of this vacation. Los Cabos and Vallarta, I knew they were going to have, you know, a little bit of tourism, but also a lot of culture. And ultimately, I just decided on Puerto Vallarta because I had a feeling looking at, you know, the photos online and just reading about it, that this was going to be the place I was going to get the most culture. So that's what I really wanted to get out of this vacation and And so we came to Vallarta, fell in love with it, so much so that, you know, we arrived at around 11 p.m. And you know when, you know, you get to a new place, you've never been there before, and you arrive at night, you have no idea where you are, everything kind of looks bizarre, and you can't really get a a grip of, of your surroundings. But oddly enough, we get into the taxi and we're on our way to the hotel in the romantic zone. We were maybe about two minutes from the airport when I said, mom, I'm home. And she was like, are you crazy? You haven't even seen this place. You have no idea where you are. I was like, mom, I just know. And it's funny, right? Because now two and a half years later, I live two minutes from the airport, which is in the marina. So really weird how that worked out. But that was my introduction to Vallarta. And it was just this instant connection and instant just sense of belonging. So you know, we had a great vacation. We did all the Vallarta adventures, all of that. It's our last day. And I was getting what I call now my Mexico tattoo. And in walks my now husband. 
His name is David, just so I don't have to keep saying my husband. So David walks in and it was just this instant connection, like, whoa, like, how have you been? You know, as if we had known each other or met each other before, but obviously we hadn't. Um, So that was really cool. Obviously, it was my last day, so we didn't get to hang out too much. But on the way home, I just, I knew I did not want to go back to New York. I was so sad to get back to New York. And right, we came in November, so New York was super, super cold and if any of you guys live in the East Coast, you know that it, the winters tend to get a little depressing. You know, it's just not, there's, it's, it's very dark. And especially in New York, I was living up in Harlem at the time and it was just really heavy in the winter there. And coming back to that from Vallarta where everything's super vibrant and colorful, I was like, oh, I do not want to be here. So I used to be a gymnastics coach in New York and I was like, all right, I got to get back to Vallarta. Let's see, when's my next vacation? And it was obviously during that Christmas break. So I came here on my birthday, December 22nd of 2018. And me and David, of course, just spent all of our time together. And I left around the 7th of January. I had a flight for January 1st, but I I missed it on purpose. I had to stay. I couldn't leave yet. And so I stayed another week. And when I went back to New York, David called me and he was like, oh man, like I got to come to New York. Like I, I don't want to lose what we have. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, I'm here. Come and join me. So he gets to New York and we're both just kind of figuring out what we're going to do, where we're going to go from here. And he said, listen, I'm not living in New York. So, you know, you're more than welcome to come back to Vallarta with me. And I was like, done, say no more. Let's do it. So he helped me kind of tie up my loose ends in New York. You know, we, uh, sold my apartment. I quit my job and I just packed everything up. I, you know, packed really lightly, right? I, I didn't bring any furniture. I just brought, you know, my favorite clothes and whatever else, all my memorabilia. And, and we came down here. So we arrived April of 2019. And then, you know, two and a half years later, we have a baby girl and life just really took off. Right. But so that's my story. And then in terms of uh, meeting Coldwell Banker, that happened in December of last year. So I've been with Coldwell for about a year now. And it's been an incredible experience, obviously, working with Coldwell, but also moving here to Vallarta and just doing a total 180, right? I mean, I was talking with one of our real estate professionals today, and we were just saying, you know, New York and Vallarta are polar opposites. Like, they could not be more different And it was a drastic change, obviously, for me. You know, I I did go through kind of an emotional thing where I was like, oh, you know, I I love New York and and I miss it. But right now, Vallarta just feels like home. And I know a lot of people are feeling like that now just based on the way that our market is going. So, you know, the move for me was totally necessary where I was at in life at that point. It really helped me to just kind of slow down. and, And, you know, this was a life that I had been dreaming of since I was a teenager, you know, I always wanted to move to a tropical place. Um, I used to think LA or I want to go to California. And then I met Vallarta and it was just a total game changer. So this move was totally doable for me. And I know if it was doable for me, it's doable for anyone. You know, of course I did get fortunate enough to have someone who could help me finance my move. Right. I didn't have to immediately get a job. And that was you know, I'm so grateful for that and that 
you know, we were okay financially for a little while. And, you know, I think too, getting a job and kind of living in Vallarta and working as opposed to being a stay-at-home mom or kind of just, you know, doing a little bit of freelance, it gave structure. And I think it's great to have structure in Vallarta because it feels much more like, like a life now, you know, like I've really set up shop here. So it's not, you know, there's no more vacation. Like I'm, I'm here to stay. That is my story. So of course I recommend to anyone that is looking to buy real estate or, or invest in real estate in Puerto Vallarta. It's just an incredible opportunity because living here, it's absolutely as the locals say, unico, right? It's, it's a unique experience and we're going to talk more about Puerto Vallarta in general when we, in a couple of episodes, but we just have everything here. And if you can do it, this is the move that you should make. When you initially decided to move, what were like the main things that you said, this is why I want to be in Mexico in Puerto Vallarta? Oof, good question. I think, to be honest, I was just really fed up with New York. I mean, I was born and raised there. I lived in New York City for, I'm going to be, I'm 25. I was there till I was 23, you know, so I just was just, I was just fed up with it. You know, you hop on the subway to go to work and by the time you get to work, you're just so drained from all of the energies on the subway that you're like, all right, get me back home to my bed. And, you know, just the hustle and bustle, I just couldn't really take it anymore. And I was just not in a good place in my life. And I was super depressed. And I just kind of needed to get out and explore what else the world had in store for me. And that's when I met Vallarta. And I was like, yeah, this is where I want to do it. And, you know, here it's like my lifestyle is just so, like, tranquilo. Like, as I say here, it's super chill and Obviously, you know, as chill as it can get when you have an almost two-year-old and and a full-time job, you know, but it's definitely a lot more relaxing and easy on the soul. It's like super easy on the soul here. And that's what I, what I needed. So when I was thinking like, okay, I'm making the move. Why? That was a big reason. Just like the, the styles of life. New York is so busy and go, go, go. And PV's more go, 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 but in your own pace. At your own pace. Exactly. You know, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I can go to the beach, you know, Uh, I can take a yoga class that isn't going to cost me like an arm and a leg, you know? So, and that was another thing too, that I know we're going to get into more in a couple episodes, but the cost of living, right? The quality of life for the, for the quantity of what you're spending, you know, it was just, it was a no brainer to me. Absolute no brainer. Now tell us your story. How did you, you're from Canada. How did you come into Vallarta? How did you, how did your love affair with Vallarta start? Well, I basically was raised in Mexico, not by my own choice, but by my parents' choice. I'm from just outside of Vancouver in Canada. And my dad was working, I think it was going on his 45th year of working the same company And he was just ready, and my mom had a stay-at-home daycare, and it was just basically like, you know, like there's no reason for us to stay. And my parents beforehand had vacation to about 45 minutes outside of Puerto Vallarta, and they were just like, you know what, like 
we love this place. We want to raise our children there. So at the beginning, I guess to kind of feel out the waters, we would come since I was three years old, two or three years old. And we would come every summer, either three weeks, two weeks, six months. Like we were here every single year. And we did not skip a year. And then in 2007, they decided, okay, you know what? We're going to buy a house. Like this is where we want to be. I remember my summers coming here. It's a small little fishing town, about 45 minutes from PV. At that time, there was probably about 500 people. So every summer I would come back and it was like I would see the same people and all my friends. And it was like just like a, such a safe, calm beach environment that my, my parents would rent like bungalows. And we would just go run out in the streets and play with all the other kids and all the different snacks at the stores. And oh my gosh, it was it was amazing. And then so once I decided to buy their house... I think it was in 2009, they officially bought and they started building. So me and my mom came down as they were building, etc. And honestly, I just want to touch a little bit on the building. It's so easy. Like I remember it as a child. I don't remember it. This, my parents were never stressed. They were, there was no crazy. It was just like this well-rounded experience like the people that were building our house became our family to this day it was so cool and they did an amazing job and then so at that point I was in high school at the beginning it was like no I'm, I was a teenager I wanted to go back I was like no I want my friend's boyfriend I was like I need to go back like this is traumatizing my brother was in the same boat and then life kind of kept going. We continued to do online school from our high school back home. And we just kept going and going and going with it. And I, I got to the point where I was like, no, you know what? Like, I need to be so thankful about where I am right now because I'm sure a lot of my friends back home wish they were living in paradise, basically. That they had a beach two blocks away. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn the language and I'm going to start going out, finding my own friends here. So I connected with a few friends that spoke English and just started diving into the language. And I was like, you know what, like, I want to make this work because there's no, like, I, I mean, you're like so young, you're a teenager and you don't really understand. You're like, no, I want to be in my high school. But at the same time, you're like, like, really, you're in your paradise. You're waking up and you're hearing the birds chirp and there's palm trees outside your window and you can walk to the beach. So I finally started adapting and then in, what was it, 2016, I had my little boy and I mean, life just kind of changed for me. It was like, okay, now I kind of have to make Mexico home. And for me at that point, I mean, it was such a small little town and for me to start out from zero, I mean... It was hard to get work. And the only job I had was a receptionist at a hotel. And I mean, it wasn't the best pay. And I would look online and see on Facebook and see all my friends and they're renting their first house. They're going to college and they're buying a car. And I'm like, I have this job that doesn't even pay me $150 a week. And I was like, no, there is no way this is happening. So then... My son was probably about a year old 
And there's a little town next door to where my parents live, which is Los Ayala. And I saw this real estate company that had just put their office and it was Cobalt Banker. And I mean, Cobalt Banker has been such a big part of my story with growing up in Mexico because it was kind of like my first piece of hope of like, I can actually do something with my life. So I go in and I'm like, hey, I'm Canadian, but I speak fluent Spanish. Um, are you guys hiring? And so they give me the boss's number, which was Dean Robbins. And so I call him and I'm like, hey, like I'm from Guayabitos. I see you guys just put up your your new office, etc. Like I'm really interested. Like what do I have to do to become a real estate agent down here, etc. And for me, when you think about real estate agents, somebody that's never really worked in the field, you're like selling a home. Homes are expensive, so there must be a lot of money here. <laughs> and so my eyes were just like this, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like I can totally do this with my young son. And so he was like, okay, well, it's a six-week course, and you have to come to Puerto Vallarta to do the courses. And I was like, okay, let's do it. So I took the six-week course, and I made it. They accepted me. So I lasted two years with Cobalt Banker as an agent. And then I was having my little girl, who is now almost three, and being pregnant and now with two kids it was I was trying to adapt I couldn't really be this go 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 person showing houses going to do all the paperwork and back and forth I was like this just isn't working for me and I was really upset about it because I was I was so excited about the experience right so I ended up talking to Dean and I was like you know what I just I can't do it anymore. And he's like, okay, hold on. Let me give you a call back in, in a week. And I was like, okay, whatever. We'll let it float around there for a little bit. But I was like determined, like, I just can't do this. And I wish I could, but I, I'm not just going to sit here for a year until my daughter is a year old and, and I can go back to it. Like I needed some sort of structure at the same time. So he calls me back and he says, no, you cannot quit. Just wait, we're going to give you, we're going to find you another job. Because my biggest complaint was I needed structure because as a real estate agent, you're purely commissioned. And he was like, no, 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 don't go. Well, you'll be the coordinator for leads and referrals. And I was like, what the heck is that? So then we, <laughs> we start all this training and setting up all these programs. And it was a big part of Copewell that they didn't have at the moment. So I felt like this wow, like I'm important. Like, this is so cool. Like this is exactly, exactly what I needed. And it gave me this purpose of, okay, I'm not leaving behind my dream. It just became better now that I have two children. So that was in 2019 that I started the becoming the referral and lead coordinator. And then, so at that point, when they're offering me this job, I was just recently moved to Puerto Vallarta. And uh, probably in 20, end of 2018, I officially was all moved in and I was a single mom, two kids, this new job. And honestly, I wouldn't have had it any other way. 
there's so many pros to PB and just the life it gave me. It was easy for my kids. It was easy for myself. It was everything's close by. It's such a community. I mean, there's such a safe place. I felt safe and I felt at home at the same time as I felt like I had a structured life. But I was at the same time, I was in a tropical destination. And I was just like, I remember people would message me from back home and they're like, oh my gosh, like, I wish I was living your life. And like, honestly, deep down inside, I was like, yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> like, it was amazing. And just having the beach so close and just to give that scenario to my kids to grow up in. Honestly, I wouldn't have had it any other way. And like I said, Cobalt Banker has been such a big part of my story as being a teenager that was a young mom and then trying to find out what was going to be her future or what I was going to do as a career. Honestly, they paved the path, the path for me and they were like, here it is, grab it, run with it. And... I've now, it's, I think we're going on to six years now that I've been with Cobalt. So, yeah. That's incredible. And, you know, you've done an incredible job. I mean, I've only been here for a year, but like you do such a good job staying on top of the leads, you know, doing the referral program. It's just, it's a big job. And, you know, for having two kids, I mean, you just do it effortlessly. So that's incredible. What an interesting story, Chelsea. I had no idea that that you're from, you know, Canada and that you were living here as a, as a kid, you know, you spent time here as a kid and then you finally moved down here. I mean, yeah, I, I can imagine it would be tough to, you know, leave everything you know behind in high school. And, you know, it's a tough age being a high schooler. God forbid you have to like leave your boyfriend or your friends. Like it's a tough choice, but obviously... I'm happy you settled in and and you stayed here and you made it work. You know, that's incredible. I wouldn't have had it any other way, but my 17, 16 year old self would have told me different. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. But that was dramatic. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think that's just par for the course (laughs) being a teenage girl. From what you remember about Canada, how does like Puerto Vallarta, what's the difference in lifestyle? That's a hard question. I mean, because I, where I lived in Canada, where I was born, it's a small town. So it's really slow paced. There's lots of farms there. It's not really a big go, go, go city. But at the same time, now that I look back, there are so much city things that maybe PV doesn't have. But now that I look back at it, I'm like, all of the buildings and all these things that you have to do. I mean, it's all really indoors. It's so cold over mm-hmm. there. And the biggest thing for me in PB was that everything was outdoor. And I'm a huge fan of like outdoor living where I can go to the pool. I can go play in the garden with my kids. I can go to the beach. I can explore a new restaurant outside I can walk I can see the scenery and all that that was probably the biggest difference for me just because back at home most of the year it's cold so you're kind of 
inside buildings, you're either in school or you're inside your office or you're in your home or you're going to some sort of event, but it's indoor. Like everything was really indoor. Whereas the biggest thing for PB, everything is outdoor. Like you can enjoy the whole entire year outdoor. So that was like probably the biggest difference that I noticed for me and just, just the lifestyle. Right. And that's an amazing point that you bring up that I, you know, haven't really thought about. Right. And, you know, I think in New York, a lot of you're always walking around the city, you know, so you do spend a lot of time outdoors, especially in the summer, spring, fall, winter, it gets kind of crappy. So a lot of people just, you know, stay inside or, but yeah, I think that's an amazing observation because for anyone that's looking to relocate here to know that like you can be outdoors 24-7, 365 days a year here in Puerto Vallarta, that's a huge selling point for a lot of our buyers. You know, they want to want the fresh air. They want the ability to head to the beach whenever they want or go jump in a freshwater river. You know, it's something that's totally unique to Vallarta and obviously just living in the tropics. And I think that's a great point that you brought up. So I'm happy that you know, you get to live your life outdoors because, yeah, living back in, in Canada. Indoor, like, you're kind of always enclosed. I mean, yeah, you have outdoor time, but everything is kind of inside buildings. Whereas the biggest thing I notice, the restaurants, I mean, to be able to eat outside and not be hot nor cold, nothing, and you can enjoy fresh air and have a great meal, that was one of the biggest things that I myself quite enjoy. And I mean, there's so much other things that obviously we'll get into more, but definitely being such a a young woman with two kids and everything, I'm actually really proud of myself and I'm really proud of the life that my parents, at one point, I mean, I look back and said, what are you doing to us? But now I look back and I say like, okay, like you made probably the best decision you could ever make. And I thank them so much because, I mean, also inside of me, I have so much culture from Canada. And at the same time, I have so much culture from Mexico because I've been here basically my whole entire life. So I feel that's really cool as well, because now that I've explored so much of Mexico and everything like that, I feel like I'm I'm from both countries. So just to have that double culture inside of me, honestly, is probably the best thing that ever happened to me. I mean, you have the best of both worlds, you know, you have the best of both worlds for sure. Um, and also like touching about Colda Banker La Costa, you know, I think it's been, you know, this company has been such a like a respite for you and has really just helped you become who you are. Oh yeah. They've become family completely. <laughs> right. No. And I think that's also just part of, you know, Colda Banker, right. It's a big corporation, but to make each and then every individual that works with this company to make them feel like it's a family. I think that's so, you know, it just says a lot about Puerto Vallarta, right? And even the, the work culture within Vallarta. And that being said, right, so we, we are going to take a look at Coldovanker La Costa in our next episode to kind of tell all of you listeners what Coldovanker La Costa is about. We'll take a look at some statistics and we'll just kind of give you guys a rundown of everything you need to know about Coldovanker La Costa, whether you are a buyer a seller or looking to refer uh, one of your clients. So much to learn. <laughs> so much to learn. So I think without further ado, we want to say thank you for listening to our stories. Thank you for 
for getting to know us. Yeah, thank you for getting to know us. And like we said, you know, by getting to know our stories, we hope that you guys are going to want to keep coming back, keep listening to us. And, you know, so you can really see how doable it is to relocate to paradise and to know, most importantly, why you should relocate to paradise. Yeah, exactly. And we're so excited to create a community with you guys and make you guys feel at ease and want to listen and want to learn more and ask us a bunch of questions and just have this great communication and get us out there. Just let you know that dreams can come true, whatever your dream is. So we're very excited. Well said. I love it. Perfect. Well, make sure you guys join us next time. We'll be talking about Coldo Banker La Costa, giving you guys a rundown, everything you need to know. We'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. We know you can't get enough. Tune in next time for another episode of Real Estate in Paradise from, that's right, you guessed it, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico.